welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the mojo maker and host, Nikki Fogden-Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your life and your business with special industry and life-leading guests. Top tips on how you can create that magic blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. So you're here with coach Nikki Fogden Moore, Sam Coward. What is going on with the royal wedding fiasco? I'm going to call it a fiasco because dad's taking it up. Oh, not taking it up. The old mum's doing this. Mum's crazy. She's arrived. She got picked up from the airport. Everyone's cared. The sisters are nutter. Everything's gone nuts. And no one really cares. I don't believe at their core, but they pretend to really, really care. Well, I think it's a great deflection from what you have to think about with your own stuff. And I don't know about you, but I've been getting a lot of SOS phone calls from a lot of friends. Am I going to help? And and this social media madness and media madness is we're just so busy watching Generation Exhibition that people are forgetting just to have fun in their own lives. So I think we should reverse it and go, you know, what is your royal day going to look like tomorrow? And I think that mental health issue about being bombarded with media all the time and comparison and judgment is just getting out of control. So are you saying in a nutshell, there's some escapism here. There are people who are actually going, my life's crappy. Um, I haven't read a fairy tale in a long time. Here's a real life one happening over in London. I'm going to escape into that world so I don't have to face the fact that my kids are brats. My husband's cheating on me. uh, Life is fairly ordinary. I'm overweight and I don't have money to pay my bills. Well, I mean, I think you've just condensed most people's problems into 20 seconds. And this is why we did the coach, right? We wanted to give real issues with what's going on and a lot of topics on how you can navigate your way out of it. And the royal wedding is just, um, you know, whether you love it or hate it, it's going on and we're bombarded everywhere. It's like people do not have a choice anymore with what they're watching. So the biggest thing is how do you find some calm in all this chaos? And I and I also think we spoke about mental health and it's it's not just – it's a dude thing too. Like yeah. Nobody wants to put their hand up and say, I'm just boycotting this. I don't really want to watch it. There's a lot of pressure for everyone to know what's going on. Well, the whole mental health stuff with dudes is a dirty word too though. You know, And I know the best efforts of you know Julia Gillard and people from Beyond Blue are doing everything they can to try and fix it, but it ain't fixed. Dudes still feel, and I, I still feel, that if you put your hand up and say, I'm depressed or whatever, you're looked at by, in particular, other dudes as a pussy. You're weak. You're vulnerable, and vulnerability and weakness are not okay in our society still. We're meant to be the protectors, the providers, and the men. <laughs> Yeah, the roll your sleeves up, the yeah, blokey bloke. I still think what that's a, a big part of what's I reckon on. that's what our first episode together we should focus on. It's not, are you okay? It's, what do you do if you're not? And let's like break through the second cycle of that wonderful campaign. Awesome. It's like, if you're not okay, you and me dedicated to no BS, no clutter, no yep. fluffiness. We, we made that promise yep. and complete honesty. Yep. You know, you have 2 a.m. mornings where you wake up in a cold sweat. Yep. And it's, it's true. not because there's some things going on unmentionable because this could be a morning show. Could be. Um, uh, definitely not the unmentionables because <laughs> we couldn't mention them. Right. And this is not just the tip. We want to give people a little bit more, right? We want to give them some you real substance. it was substance. unmentionable, Nikki. If you're saying just the tip. Uh, but, I mean, I think a lot of people do want the tip. Um, and sometimes a lot more. But just the tip is a good start because sometimes understanding where people are going and understanding, um, as you said, real, to- real tools is yeah. actually what's important. Because for me, if you, if, I, if you would ask me right now, are you okay? But, hey, Sam, are you okay? Nah. Right. So, and my response would be, do you want to just sit for a few minutes and talk about it? Maybe. But this is the point. So that question there is absolutely the thing. We're sloganismed into the belief that if we ask, are you okay, that's enough. Yeah. But then what? And I, and if I would have no idea, 
I would not have the foggiest clue what to do. <laughs> foggiest. Nicely done. Nikki Foggy. I wouldn't have the foggiest as to what to respond with if someone said no. If someone needed talking down from the edge, my my natural instinct and res- and my reaction that sort of, is comedy. I'd try and make them laugh. I'd, t- I'd take the piss. And that's not the way to do it. I'm sure that's not the right way because they'd probably end up killing themselves and I'd have to live with that. And I think there's another thing is that people, it's quite a big responsibility. If there's someone in your work or your family or a friend that says, no, I'm not okay, all of a sudden you're like, what am I going to do next? The first thing is just to go, okay, thanks for sharing that. And Mm. then to know that you don't have to have all the answers. Um, but you just have to acknowledge that that person was heard. That's the first and foremost thing. And it's not all of a sudden your responsibility to come up with a checklist. But there, but I do think it's our responsibility on the show to have these discussions. Why do you think that it is vulnerability is such a dirty word for men? Why do you think, even though it's out there in the media and, it, you know, the black dog or the raven on the bedpost and all yeah. these other things, why do you think we all know that it's that we need to talk about it? But what do you think stops people from talking about it? I think it's history. I think we've seen, you know, as a culture, and Australia's a very young culture, 200 years young, but there's still that attitude that the, the men provide, you know, the men are the breadwinners. There's still a, an essence of that. I think we've gone a long way to improve things, but I still think there is a, a vibe out there that the men go out, they sweat, they do the heavy lifting, they bring home the money for the family, and then there's that responsibility to be strong through everything, to protect the family from danger, to protect the family from financial burden, to, to keep the roof over the head. And I think there's still that that base kind core. of core pressure that exists there to do that. Yeah. And everything else at the moment's a little bit window dressing. It's a little bit surface level stuff and superficial to say, oh, no, no, but you've got feelings too and you're allowed to shave your legs. It's fine. Mammals do it and they ride bikes. Everyone's <laughs> cool with that. Do you know what I mean? But I think there's still a big element and a big percentage and a big core pull on people to say, I still need to be the protector and provider for my family. Yeah. And what does it feel like when you actually know that things are a little bit on the rocky road? You just push it down because you've got to get up in the morning you've got to put on a brave face and you're responsible. I think the word is responsibility. Mm. We all feel this innate sense of responsibility and to, you know, one foot in front of the other. And at a certain point, you hit a fork in the road and you just might not be able to get up one morning. You'll make start making bad decisions or it'll affect you physically emotionally you'll have collateral damage Mm. so if you and I can help people before they get to collateral damage let's talk about some simple ways men talk side by side women love to talk face to face so the best way is to be active and doing something and then to not try and make to make the language just your language you don't have to have it in some certain way I think it's really important too I think this will be fun I think you and I can start uncovering some stuff because um, you're clearly highly versed in this world and I'm clearly not um, but but I'm interested enough to ask the right questions plus I think I've got enough world stuff going on to be able to say this is what I this is what I think this is what feels good and I'll do it without clutter. I yeah. think I'll do it. I get to the chase of things pretty quickly because I, I, don't, I don't. No one's got time to fluff. No. I'm not interested in fluff. I'm more interested in, you know, I'm a cynic. I'm a skeptic. Um, I don't believe in God. Um, I don't believe in bullshit, and I don't believe um, in coaches. Sorry. No, but we. I love that. Like, that's why we yeah, are coach. That's exactly why we coach. It's the antithesis of everything you think a coach is. Reinvention. It is a reinvention. A rebirth. Yeah, and I think I love that. And we made it a promise. Why did we bring up this topic as our first episode? Remember, we before we got on air, we're yeah. like, we're going to choose one thing that yeah. is always pushed gently to the side. Yeah, because taboos. Taboos are fun to, yeah. to prick and poke <laughs> at. There it goes again. Same word. <laughs> Just it's, a it's a family show. Um, but, okay, so let's be practical. Everyone's yep. listening to this. They're like, those two clowns, they're on their own show. They're creating a podcast. Great. We promise we'd give people three tips. Yep, Okay. 
So what would you say, well, how can we add the most value to listeners? I mean, we yep. can we can jiggle and jance, but yep. the most important thing is if you are, what does it feel like if you're overwhelmed? Hmm. What does it feel like for you when you're overwhelmed? When's yep. the last time you were like, holy heck, this is a little bit more than I bargained yeah. for? Okay, so the, the physical sensations I get is I get hot. I actually feel hot and, and I can feel my face starting to burn. Um, I feel lightheaded. I feel like I'm starting to lose control of th- things and get a bit spinny. Um, and then the next thing is I look for um, I look for the, the path of least resistance. So for me, I look of how do I get out of this? Oh, I'll deflect. I'll go and do something else. I'll pretend I'm interested in the royal wedding for 20 minutes because then it'll bury everything that's that's building up behind me and I can, and can kind of have a bit of a meditative process into something else. They're the, the sort of three physical th- symptoms that I experience when I'm overwhelmed. Um, and generally speaking, if you hold your breath long enough, um, you either pass out or you come through the other side and go, oh, I'm still alive. Now I need to look at steps that I need to address to, to correct this. That's the physical representation for me. So that's your survival mode moment. You're like, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know, basically when it's fight or flight, mm. but the problem is we were talking about this before is that people are living constantly in highs and lows. They're like, oh my God, this is terrible. Oh my God, this is amazing. There's no kind of sustainable blend where they're like, oh yeah, I knew something was going to go wrong or I'm prepared for that. We don't trust our experience anymore. And we also don't ask for help. Because there's, as you say, there's so many coaches, there's so many financial advisors. We're being told to tick this and follow that and and apply here. But who are we really trusting? Do you think blokes, in particular, don't ask for help? Do you find in your experience? Oh, uh, I mean, I think I think anyone these days doesn't ask for. It. I think the way in which we ask for help might be different. And I definitely think there's a real resistance, especially once you've got a business or you have a job, a responsibility, and a family. You asking for help is seen as a massive vulnerability. Yeah. And it's seen that you can't do your job, but really great people have great teams around them and you want the experts. You want to be able to ask the right questions, but you want experts in your corner, your dream team, your pit crew, I like to call it. Mm. So it's like life's like a rally. It happens in all conditions, all terrains, any day of the year. That's why I love rally analogies. You know, it's not Formula One. You don't get up in a fancy suit and get off in a race car and have a few stops along the way. It is everything. It is rain, hail, shine, gravel, tarmac. And you've got to decide who your co-pilot is. So the first thing is great communication with your co-pilot. Mm. And if you don't have a partner, then who's your great friend or who is someone? We all need someone that we can have an open, honest conversation with. You've got to have that person, hey. And then look, you've it got to have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear that because I've got a mate who I catch up with probably once every six months. Is that the imaginary friend or no, the real one? this is a real friend. <laughs> He's real. He's a real boy. Um, but I, we sit down and have coffee once every six months. He lives in Sydney. And um, when we do catch up, it's like we've never parted. You know those special yeah, yeah, friendships? Those, yeah. yeah, I've got one of those. Kiki, if you're listening. Yeah, you, Amsterdam. You lie down in traffic for them. You really would. Yeah, yeah. But you don't need to be on the phone to them every five minutes. Literally, we speak to and communicate two, three times a year max. But when we do, we solve all the problems of the world. And Rather they from another mother. Are, we are there to download. Mm. We are there to download and we take turns. You know, one trip it'll be him, next trip it'll be me uh, and it'll just be blah and you just purge sort of six to 12 months worth of stuff. And you know what, he doesn't have all the answers, but the fact that he'd been able to do that, rocking. There you go. And I think that's the fundamental first thing is you don't need to have all the answers, but you have to get it out of your head and out 
That's mm. the most, you can't push it down. So there's a real difference. Let's talk a little bit about ego. There's the little ego, little E, and the big ego. So your ego is not your amigo. So all the conversations in your head, all this kind of negotiation and, and these kind of social constraints we put on ourselves, they're just words. It's not reality. You've got to have a strong GPS. And because of all the bombardment of marketing, we're told we should look a certain way. You know, Kardashian, you know, every bloke has mm. to turn up with a fancy ute and his sleeves rolled up and mm. a four by two over his shoulder and mm. whatever else is going on on advertising there's a huge amount of subliminal pressure now for people you know whether you're a musician or you're a lawyer or a radio announcer you've got to turn up a certain Mm. way and I think you're and I you know we decided that we'd help people get back to the grassroots like what does great look like for you what does good feel like yeah do you know I think it's been a long time a lot of people have forgotten you know I, I to be perfectly frank I couldn't tell you when the last time was, I felt fantastic, you know? Well, we're going to have to solve that. I honest, I, I'm being honest. Like, I, I felt good a lot, and, and there's a lot of good in my life, and people look at you and go, oh, you, your life's amazing. Aren't you lucky? And I go, yeah, I, I am lucky, and I'm very grateful for everything I have. I have a beautiful family, and, and I am. But do you know what? There's warts and all in my life, just like everybody's, and I honestly can't say that I feel fantastic when I get up in the morning. Um you know, I have pains, I have problems, I have challenges and anxieties like a lot of people. But but I don't have the answers or the solutions to fix them either. So maybe, maybe part of this process is you helping me. Well, I think part of our show is to, ooh, did you have like eerie music? We should. We should. Mm, but we... part of this process is to let people that are listening go, oh, I just feel just exactly like that. Like just because you and I are behind microphones in a, in a radio station right now, just because you're watching the royal wedding, everybody else suffers from the same kinds of anxieties at different levels. It's yeah. all relative. Yeah. So you are not alone in what you're going through, but nobody really can find a decluttered way to get support fast. So that's our mission, right? So how are we doing this? Are we going to do it every week? Yeah, I reckon we've got to get, we've, we're going to do our top tips on the Sunday show. Thank you yep. for inviting me for that. That'll be fun. That, what time is that? So 6am till 8am on a Sunday morning, uh, NFM, Nikki Fogdemore, so famous that she's got an abbreviated name. She's got an acronym. She's been acronymized. Um, we're going to do a session each week, which will be cool. And um, And then beyond that... Our podcast series is going to be how do, how does the podcast release work? Because well, is it'll news be on. It'll I'll just wagon on the Mojo Maker show at the moment, just and it'll come out. It and then I think what we'll do is everything will be on iTunes and Spotify. We'll pop it out through the Facebook channels, um, and most importantly, Sam, we just have to get this content ready so that we can mm. start sharing. We we want those questions in too. You know, we're yeah. lucky enough to already have a couple of questions from people that we preluded what we we're doing, yeah. um, and because they know that you and I know nonsense. Um, we made a commitment for it to be honest, real, and real time. Yep. And I think that's important too because things change, times change, attitudes change. You know, the royal wedding's tomorrow. um, And so once that passes, um, you know, there'll be a lot of people lost and not knowing what to do or, or or who to turn to. Well, maybe we could do our own version. We'll still be here. Yeah, we will be. So let's come back to what are we going to do with this episode that really makes it amazing? And I think the one thing that we got distracted with is Mm. Is wondering what when we really can just talk about the how. Hmm. So if you're really listening to this and you like Sam and you're waking up and you're in a hot sweat and your heart's palpitating and you're feeling a little bit nauseous and de- over caffeinated, um, the most important thing is go dial a friend. Ask for help is not a bad thing. Vulnerability is not a negative thing. It doesn't mean that you have to come out and sell your Ferrari and become a Buddhist monk. It just says, 
recognizing that things are not okay is the biggest strength you can ever do in your life. The second thing is accountability. So I like to do an A and B column. On the A column, it's what's really going right. What is scaring the heck out of you at the moment? Write that down. Is it finance, bill payments? You don't know what your teenage daughter's doing. You're afraid of your relationship. Whatever it is, whatever is in your head, that big E ego, get that down on paper. And mm. on the right-hand side, assign facts and stats. I love that. It's my biggest advice. So take the you know, stop with the stories and stick to facts and stats. Think like a CEO, plan like a visionary, act like a Buddha. Oh, I love that. That's cool. We've got stickers. We should give stickers that to is everyone cool. too. I've got one too. And if all else fails, my strategy is, even though it's freezing cold right now, strip off down to your undies and run into the ocean. Yes. Because it doesn't matter if you've got a towel or not. Who cares? Things get wet. Exactly. You know, just do it because that the invigoration from the salt water, I can't, I did it, I did it last winter and it just reminded me because it's cold again that, you know, I was having a crappy day and I had that flush feeling and I was feeling a bit stressy and I didn't know what to do. And I was at my little bar, parked the car and I went, you know what? The water looks magic. It was a sunny day. It was beautiful, but cold. And I went, this is going to be awkward, but I'm doing it anyway. So I stripped down to my jocks. And tore out, you know, the in between the lure, the view, and sort of Gloria Jean's section of the mm-hmm. beach with a few rocks. Where the, most of the public was sitting at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Straight out. And it was freezing. It was that moment where it hits your ghoulies and you, <gasps> it takes your breath away, and then you're out and you're under. But that minute, the minute you're under, and then you're out and you're standing glistening in the sun, everything washes away. There's, there's a healing that. power in the salt water and 100%. doing things you wouldn't normally do. So that's an instant reboot. Mm. So what is the one thing, so for it, whether you whether or not you can have a quick shower or you can jump in the ocean or if you're driving your car and you're feeling like this, just stop, mm. you know, because you've just got to press reboot. So just like you can reset your iPhone, you can reset your attitude. And it is a matter of moments. Uh, and we're going to give people some tools on that too. Whether it's five deep breaths, a jump in the ocean, we do recommend you keep some item of clothing on. Stayed in my jocks. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but also just get up from that moment where you're sitting, standing, doing, and change your environment for a split second. It will change your thinking. And the other thing is you're going to be okay. Mm. Not only are you there, but you've got us now. Your dream team. Nice. Nikki Fogdemore, thank you so much. I'm Sam Coward. We are The Coach. Hope you enjoyed our very first episode. And um, it's only going to change from here. But as you said, Nick, make sure you put in some messages. If, you, if there's something you'd like us to talk about, something you'd like us to address, there is no subject we won't touch. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes. Or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.